Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Welcome to One Holy Praise. This is the Jesus Man, Apostle Raymond Green. I apologize for getting on the air a little bit late, but I had to take care of some things that was necessary for the kingdom of God. But I want to give a praise and a, a honor to all the pastor and the, and the labor men that's out there preaching the word of God in this day and this hour. Or you may be inside the church, or you may be on video, or Zoom, or, or, or whatever technology you are doing, a dual, a Google dual. Man, I appreciate God for you. And the pastor says, checking up on the members hallelujah amen not one able to, to open the church up hallelujah to fellowship and, and worship the lord amen i just want to say i'm praying for you that god will continue to strengthen you in his presence in the holy ghost go into a few words of prayer as we get into the message title i am a christian completed in him Father, Lord, I come before your presence, humble God. I come to acknowledge you, Lord God, that you are the only true God, Lord. And I worship you, Father, Lord. And I adore you, Lord God. I want to thank you, Lord God, for, for developing your love on the inside of me, Lord God. Father, Lord, and strengthen, and strengthen me in your love, Lord God, and teaching me how to love your people, Lord God. Father, Lord, I just want to say to God that you open the word to your people, God, that you open the windows of heaven, Lord, and pour out a blessing, Lord God, and let your people call on your name, Lord, because there is deliverance in your name, Lord, and we praise you, Lord, for everything, Lord, that you have set up, Lord, for the saints, Lord God, and those that call on your name, Lord God, so that you can deliver them, Lord, and bless them and give them what they need in this day and this hour, Lord. We want to thank you for the word of life, Lord. We want to thank you for the spirit of life, Lord God. We want to thank you for the Holy Ghost, Lord God. We want to thank you for everything that you have set up, Lord, for we to inherit, Lord God, in you, Lord, through Christ Jesus, Lord God. Father, Lord, I bless your people, Lord God. Hallelujah. And I love you, Lord God. I ask that you have your way in your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Reading from Colossians, amen, the second chapter. We're going to start at the ninth verse. Then we're going to go to the tenth verse. Then we're going to go to the third verse and the fourth verse. If the Lord's will, starting at the ninth verse, it says, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Everything that God owns is inside of Jesus. And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, regardless of what forces, regardless of what power from hell, or what power from demon, are those demons that's up in the atmospheres, in the parts where they call the heavens, Jesus is over all principality 
and power. But you complete, not completed, but you are complete in him. You get completed when you when we reach heaven, when we get into heaven, but we are complete in him. So everything that we need on earth to fulfill the, the kingdom of God is already on the inside of us once we become born again. So when we become born again and enter into that transformation and self foot into God divine nature and take on his glory and accepting Jesus in our heart and take on the, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God and let it transform our hearts and let it transform our soul and our mind and our spirit and our character and our life by the power of of God, then we are complete in Him. Everything that God makes, uh, what God touch, or what God create, He do it to the best and the purity of His power of glory. Everything that God makes, He makes the finest vessel, the finest men and children of God, and it makes it to be used for His glory. And that's why He makes honorable vessels. He makes honorable children. He makes honorable men and women of God. He makes everything to the pureness of glory. So once He makes us after we confess and repent of our, of our sins and accept Jesus in our heart and accept the Lord to change our ways, uh, amen, to change our life and consider the Lord to, to be and allow the Lord to be our master, then we are born again. Then we are a new creature and a new creature and having a new behavior, a heavenly behavior and a heavenly mind. Even though we can see the, the corrupt and the, the evilness of the world, our mind and our nature that comes from God, that divine nature that comes from God, it, it is heavenly. We depend on Him. We trust in Him and we only focus on Him. Why? Because we allowed Him to be our God. He's not just the God for the unjust, but He's a God for the just. He's loved the world so much that He gave His only begotten Son. Anytime a person begins to present themselves before the Lord more and more and more, 
the more of God's glory becomes upon that individual and within that individual. And that individual don't see and don't respond to the things of the world like everyone else. The more they present themselves before the Lord, the more that love begin to open up and flow out of them so that they can share, amen, the love of God to the world. Not only are they sharing it to the world, they feel the love and the presence of God within them. Why? Because they have been changed. They allow the word of God. They allow the spirit of God. They allow the preaching of the word and change them. Hallelujah. They allow the Holy Ghost to change them. When we allow the Holy Ghost to change us, the glory of God, the, the divine nature of God, the anointing of God, which is called Christ. Even though we cannot separate, amen, the Father, the Son, or the Holy Ghost, those three agree in heaven. Hallelujah. But we got the Spirit of God, amen, the blood of Jesus, and the Word of Jesus here on earth, hallelujah, to fulfill the promises of God, what he declared that men and children of God should do for his kingdom. It's one thing about God, there's always a refreshing of his spirit while you're doing the work of God. And a lot of times when a person becomes born again, they can feel that refreshing of his spirit. And that refreshing is combined of, of different attributes. It's divine of, of different things. They can feel the, the peace. They can feel the love and the compassion. They can feel the joy within them. And they also can see the light of the Lord. They can see and feel his presence within them or before them and through their heart and through their eyes by taking on and accepting the Lord in their heart. It's one thing when an individual allow God to, to enter on the inside of them, they begin to think like God, they begin to love like God, they begin to bless like God, how do they begin to act like God because of the spirit that's on the inside of them. That spirit that's the glory of God is the holy, is holy, is holiness. I'm not talking about a tradition holiness of long sleeves and, and long pants. I'm talking about the holiness of God, the pureness of God. Hallelujah, my son, Lebekeh, that send up praises unto the Lord and wait to respond for our answer that comes from God. So they're always a continuously uh, a response. They're always a continuously a relationship between the individual and to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So once we accept that we are a child of God, being born again, accepting it and allow the the Spirit of God made 
us a new creature, we begin to walk like a new creature. We begin to, and to act like God. We begin to speak like God. We begin to pray like God. We begin to, hallelujah, begin to glorify God by every part of what we can do in our testimony, in our living, in our deeds that he put in us to do, we do it unto God. And that makes it anointed. Even when we speak, it makes it anointed as long as we give God all our heart. But being a newcomer, it does not stop the hand of of God working. Being a newcomer, it does not stop healing and manifestation of a miracle from happening. It does not stop God from meeting your needs. Being a newcomer. I remember when the Bible said that when Jesus was baptized, the Bible said that he was praying and he got up from the water and started walking. And the Bible said that the heavens was open unto him. So when we are a believer of God, the heavens open unto us. And God will meet that need regardless of how necessary it may be. It make no difference what the need may be. If you need a, a miracle, God will meet that need as long as you have faith in him being a newcomer. I'm not trying to promote myself or anything like that, but I want to give you an example of what I just mentioned to the word of God. I remember when God saved me and I was going to school. Hallelujah. Everybody would... A lot of people were making fun of me, calling me a holy roly. And one particular time where this, we had to ride the bus, and they used to call it the Votech. It's not called a Votech now, where you go into training. And I was riding the bus, and, and these girls were crying, and they was upset. We was in the back of the bus, and I, and I, was, I didn't know them, and, and they didn't know me. And we was in the back of the bus, and they was talking about how their friend was in the hospital and they couldn't stop the blood from coming from his face and, and, and from his body continually giving him blood. And I said unto them, I did not know how to pray. I did not have a prayer life. Hallelujah. I, I, I was in the midst of prayer while the church was praying, but I did not know how to pray, but I was saved. I didn't know what words to say, but I I was saved and I love the Lord with all my heart. Yes, the Spirit of God was on me, but I didn't speak in tongue at the time. Hallelujah. That came about a year or two later. And hallelujah. It came about a year or two later, different from everybody else. Hallelujah. But yet and still, I said unto them, miracles happen in our church. I'm going to go to our church and tell them to pray for your friend. So we went to class, hallelujah, on the way back, hallelujah. So that night, I, 
I was getting ready to get a little bit dark. I started walking to the church expecting somebody to be there for we can pray. I did not know what to say. I had the key to the church at that time and I opened the door and I looked. You know, I didn't see no car there or anything. I opened the door and I looked. The lights was off. It was a little bit slightly dark on the inside the church. So I stood at the door and I looked up and I, and I prayed. I said, God, their friend needs to be healed. Their friend, they asked him for prayer, God. Lord, I ask that you heal them, Lord. Then I looked, I opened my eyes, I looked up again. Clouds start forming in, in the ceiling of the church. And I got scared. I slammed that door and, and locked it and, and started walking fast home. So I didn't know not what to say really. All I knew that they, they needed prayer and I wanted the, wanted the pastors to pray for. We had two pastors. We had a lady pastor. She was dedicated in prayer. And we had a man pastor. Hallelujah. My God, he was an evangelist, but yet and still, he was a pastor. My God, hallelujah. So I went to school the next day. I didn't hear from them. I went to school the next day again. I said, where in the world are they at? And I went to school, going to the Voltec. Went to school again. On that third day, they said, we know that it was God. Because that next morning at 6 o'clock, before the nurses came in, he was wide awake. He came out of out of a coma, he was wide awake, and they were shocked, and he was speaking unto them. So I didn't know what to pray, uh, what to say. I didn't have a prayer life. I was just a, a young Christian, just just received the, the Holy Ghost, but I didn't speak in tongues. I danced in the Holy Ghost, and you can tell that the Spirit of God was upon me by the because I danced within the Spirit, and the Spirit took over my legs in my arms and I rejoice in that so I didn't know what to pray but God answer that prayer so when we are born again and begin to, to accept the Lord in our heart and know that we need God and we depend on God and trusting in God and we stay with God regardless if we don't understand anything God will move for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. God will move for you. There's other testimonies, but I want to let you know, God, when he saved you, he put his spirit within you. And that spirit is anointed. That spirit is the power of God that performed the word of God. In Psalms 139 and 14 says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God does a good job once we accept him, when we he becomes the joy of salvation. When we accept the Lord in our hearts, in our mind, in our spirit, and we say that he's, I mean, we say with our heart and we love him with our heart and we say that we want you to lead us and guide us and show us how we should live. So the Bible says that we 
become complete in Him. Yes, there are some things that we need to learn as we grow in Christ. The Bible says, desire as babe. Not being a babe, but desire as babe, the sincere milk of the word. So whenever we hear the word, we post a delight within our spirit, hallelujah, that it is God speaking unto us. And we're supposed to become strong by the word of God that we hear. So we're supposed to delight ourselves in hearing, amen, with our spiritual ear that was in our heart. So whatever we do, we do with our heart because that's how God communicates. That's how we uh, fellowship. That's how we worship. We worship him with our heart in spirit and in truth. Once we accept the Lord, that divine nature, that divine power, the Bible said that he had given unto us all things pertaining unto this life. In other words, we are going to be faced with situation as being Christian. So when we go through a trial, it may hurt us emotionally. I understand the word of God say, pray for our enemies. Amen. Our pastors, our, our teachers, amen. Every mother of the church say, pray for our enemies. But I'm going to let you know, amen. Jesus said, cast all your care upon him. So when you go through the trials and, and begin to hurt your heart and your spirit emotionally, we supposed to also pray and tell God how we feel. Hallelujah. Amen. When I am feeling down slightly, amen, or whatever, I discourage, I pray to God and I tell the Lord, Lord, I need you to encourage me. So I am relying on God, not only in my emotion or, or in my heart or, or, or what I feel in my spirit. Honey, I do not most think I don't let that thing, amen, Take over me. When I need help, hallelujah, I ask God for help. And that's allowing the Lord to be our master. That's allowing the Lord, amen, to lead us. Hallelujah. It won't be a few minutes. He will come and restore the joy of salvation. And a lot of times when we go through trials and situations, uh, you know, wherever it may be, we post to acknowledge God. And we post to present that petition. We post to present that request before Him. As being born again, since we are born of His Spirit, since we are born of His nature, we have to let His Spirit and His nature lead us in the direction He wants us to go. And a lot of times, we may not like the direction that He's putting before us, but yet and still, He he is greater as He that's in us than He that's in the world, because we are trust 
in him. And that's one thing about what Jesus said in Mark. How to do have faith in God. How trust in God. So regardless of what the situation may be, it may be small as a fig tree to some when, when you become when you are a newcomer, or it may be big as a mountain. We do not look at the size, wherever demon it may be, we speak the word of God by the power of God of the Holy Ghost. It had to come subject unto us because that power, hallelujah, of that anointing of that spirit where we are completed in God, hallelujah, that spirit of the enemy must come subject unto us. Why? Because we are one with Jesus and Jesus is one with us and we obey, we hear and do the word of the Lord. So if we're not doing and hearing the word of the Lord or, the, or doing what the kingdom of God says, and if we're not asking or seeking or knocking in prayer, then our faith will become weak. But And then we begin to rely on Different individual. Yes, it's good to have pastors. It's good to have brothers and sisters. But there will be a time in your life where God wants you to pray the prayer of faith all by yourself. It don't make no difference. Don't go by the reaction of, of what you're feeling. Hallelujah. You go by what you know that you know that you know that he lives in you. You don't go by, hallelujah, by your own, uh, uh, your own uh, experience or your own weakness. You go by that might of the Holy Ghost that's on the inside of you. So this Holy Ghost is... Is power. This Holy Ghost, Hallelujah, is power. It's the glory of God on the inside of you. So you are born of God. So you take on the nature of God. We don't supposed to say we just filthy rags. No, he wash away those filthy rags. He wash away all those sins. How can we say that we are uh, sweet water and bitter water inside? We ain't. How can we say we good and bad at the same time? What God create, he create to the, his best ability to make sure that it is honorable and glorious unto him. And that's the way God made you when you are born again. But the only time that, that we want to allow God to do what he supposed to do and be led by his spirit is when we refuse to submit ourselves unto him. And once we refuse to submit ourselves unto him, and communicating and praying and talking to God about every situation so that the Lord fix it. There's always victory, amen, those that's in the Lord that seek and sought God with all their heart continuously, day by day, meditating on the Word of God and doing the best they can, amen, and standing for the Lord. So the Holy Ghost... 
hallelujah, this divine nature that we walk in, that lead, that lead us, this divine nature that made us wonderfully made before the Lord, this Holy Ghost, it is the most, most precious treasure that God can give unto us. While everybody's saying, got their heart set on things of the world, our heart is set on that precious treasure that God put on the inside of us. That man child named Jesus. It's that son of God named Jesus. It's that Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The son of God that God placed on the inside of us. That presence of his spirit of the anointing of his word on the inside of us. That we depend to lead us and guide us. So this treasure. This Holy Ghost is the most valuable thing that God can give unto us. So if God consider it to give something from Him unto us, we should consider it to be most valuable and precious unto us also. We can't just say that we have Him, but we have to be a representative and let Him lead and use us for His glory. If He take us to go and witness in a mud pit, we supposed to go and witness in a mud pit. If He tell us to go into the valley, into the shadows of death, we supposed to go into the valley and the shadow of death. But yet and still, because of that divine nature, the Holy Ghost that He placed on the inside of us, whatever He tell us to go, or whatever He tell us to do, there always be nothing but fullness of joy. There won't be nothing but fullness of love. I'm talking about His love because we walk and do the things of God with joy and gladness, serving the Lord. So we don't mind getting our hands dirty. We don't mind getting our clothes dirty. We don't mind because we want souls to be one into the kingdom of God. In 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 says, but we have this treasure in earthly vessel. It's living within our body. This body, the Bible say, is the temple of God. And I want to thank the Lord for giving us the, the insight on how not to destroy the, the temple of God. There are sometimes we may do things unaware of, of uh, uh, not having the knowledge of that's destroying the temple of God, but yet and still, God will reveal those things that what we have done because of the relationship of His Spirit. And we depend on His Spirit, amen, to pray, amen, for us. We depend on the Spirit to say those things that we need to say in order to get in the right position where God can perform and do that miracle in our life or do that healing in our life or do that deliverance in our life because that spirit that comes from God created the working power of God, the Holy Ghost, and it only obeys the Word of God. If we use the Word of God with the Spirit of God, what Ephesians, the sixth chapter, it says that the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. The Word of, the word of God is the sword of the Spirit. 
every theologian, every Greek, uh, and, and every Jewish scholar would tell you that sword is a, a real small dagger for close attack. So you are close to the devil using that small little dagger. Sometimes the, the soldiers have three of them, but it's the smallest one. It's not the long one. It's for close impact and for close engagement one-on-one against the devil. And a lot of times when we think of a sword, amen, we think of that long, each one of them got... They called them sword back in that day and time. But each one of them said in Ephesians 6th chapter, it's the small one. How do you, so when the devil try to do something to you, he always come close to you. That's why we need that, the word of the spirit. We need the sword of the spirit. We need the word of God on the inside of us. And that's what keeps us in the power of God. That's what keeps us in the might of God so that we can do and be an overcomer in the things that we do unto the Lord. We don't seek our, our own glory. We don't seek the, our, any fame, hallelujah, but we only concern about the things that is of God. Let me see if I can find Ephesians the sixth chapter. Is it sixth chapter, Lord? Ephesians the sixth chapter, the tenth verse. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And being strong in the Lord, it's like an exercise. When you go through uh, your daily, I don't, I don't like that word routine, but when you go through your daily praise and your, your daily uh, sacrifice, your, your daily offering yourself unto, your, unto the Lord, surrendering, amen, and being humble before the Lord and trusting in his word and doing what he say do and what we hear by the spirit of the Lord. That's how we are strong. We are not strong if we don't help our brother in need. We are not strong if we don't help our sister in need. Those that are widows or, or those that are poor or those that are hungry. We are not strong because we're not exercising. That spirit, amen, that God gave unto us. Whatever we do indeed, we can do unto him because we do by the anointing, that compassion, and that love that comes from God. It's saying, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Here it talks about two power and in the power. God does a power on the outside in our life where he manifests himself. But this other word power, might, M-I-G-H-T, you look it up yourself, is a indwelling power that comes from the Holy Ghost on the inward part. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So, when we do things uh, or when we say prayer, we pray in the power of the Holy Ghost in his might. But if we do it, amen, we can sometimes people memorize scriptures and sometimes they be in a place all they do know is words. 
we need to know the have the Holy Ghost and speak those words by the Spirit of the Lord so that people can be delivered. Colossians 1 11 Say, strengthen with all might that indwelling power. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power. Unto all patience. See, it's talking about two different powers again, but both of them is glorious. One is on the inside, and the other one is what we do. Amen. With the glorious power, with all patience and long suffering. With joyfulness. And a lot of times, people don't know when we pray, we pray by faith. And when we rejoice, we rejoice by faith. And when we live unto to the Lord, we live by faith. So, in everything we do is by faith, but it is important to do it by the by the indwelling Spirit of the Lord that's living on the inside of us. That Spirit of glory. It's one thing about the Lord. He said in St. John 15, 14, Say, ye are my friends if ye do whatsoever I command you. So Jesus is trying to tell us there is a close relationship. It's more than just being brethren and sisters in the Lord. There's a close relationship with the Lord in you when we are obedient unto him. He said, one particular scripture said, you are my friends and, and I reveal things, I reveal secrets I reveal what I'm going to do to my friends. And this is what Jesus said. He said he don't hide anything from his friends. So there is a close connection with the Lord. So you are complete in him. God is not going to give us power for us not to do nothing. He's not going to give us power. We just got a soul-saving power. He give us power to work in all areas in the ministry. And Micah 3 and 8 says, But truly, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. If we think that God's hand is weak and it won't do what he said that we can do, that's because we put that thought, what the devil put it in our emotion or in our head, we put it in our heart. But if you think that God won't do it or God won't use you, you just put a limit on the Holy Ghost. We just put a limit on the Holy Ghost. The Bible said that God said that his hand it's not short. His hand is not short. And some people say, I only got prayer for this matter. I only got prayer for that matter. If we put our trust in the Lord, that Holy Ghost will use us in every matter, wherever the situation that need to be met. If you need healing, that same Holy Ghost will heal. If you need time where you need an answer, 
that same Holy Ghost will answer you. Or he may use you, answer you while you praying. Or he may answer you through prophecy. He may use you to prophesy. He will bring an answer. So we don't say that we can't do this or we can't do that for the Lord. Whatever God wants us to do, we do willingly for the Lord. We do willingly unto the Lord. There is no weakness in the Lord. That's just within one mind and one spirit. I can understand if a person just totally refused to pray. When a person totally refused to pray, it's different from a person that wants to pray and desire to pray, but how this learning to pray is different. But a person that refused to pray, or a person refused to go in the, in the vineyard, or to be a witness to express the love of God from the divine spirit of God that made the individual complete, it is totally different. So we can't say that we don't have everything that we need. So we can't say that we don't have the gift of prophecy. Ain't it by the same spirit? We can't say that we don't have the, the gift of knowledge. We can't say we don't have the discerning of spirit. We can't say, amen, we don't have that of God. As long as we stay open before the Lord, God will use us. As long as we stay open, because it's that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. That lives on the inside of us. It's the same spirit. The Bible say, told Jesus told James and John, can you receive the same baptism? as I received and they said yes and Jesus did not argue with them so we got the same baptism with Holy Ghost and fire living within us we are not led by our emotion we are not led by of what we think about by what we feel God as long as we know and put our trust in the Lord, he will do what no other man can do, and we will know that it is God. I'm going to stop right there and say a few words of prayer. Father, Lord, I want to thank you for your word, Lord God. I want to thank you for being complete in you, Lord God. I want to thank you for the joy of salvation, Lord God. I want to thank you for opening up the windows of heaven, Lord, for my brothers and my sisters, Lord God. Father, Lord, the power of salvation, Lord, is not by their strength, Lord. All they have to do, Lord, is be obedient unto you, be willing to submit themselves unto you, Lord God. Hallelujah. So that the power of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, would take away, Lord, everything that, that hindered them, Lord. Hallelujah. For put being in a position where they need to be in you, Lord God. As long as they don't give up, there is hope. As long as they don't turn back around, there is hope. 
Hallelujah. As long as there's breath in their body, there is hope. I've seen the scripture, why sit here and die? Father, you want us to get up and move, Lord God, to show compassion, Lord, to those that's in need, Lord God. You want us to show compassion, Lord God, and be a witness unto you, Lord, expressing your love. Father, I ask that you bless every brother and every sister, Lord, every newcomer, Lord God. Father, Lord, those that want to come to you, Lord God, Father, I ask that you forgive their sins, Lord God. Father, as they come before you with all their heart knowing that the power of change, that the power of the new man, the power of being born again is within you. Hallelujah. Let's say that word, the word prayer of repentance. Father, Lord, I come to you, Lord. I have sinned against you, Lord God. God, I ask that you help me. Have mercy on me, Lord God. God, forgive me every wrongdoing that I have done, Lord God. Forgive me for every wrong thought, Lord. Every sin I committed, Lord. I am ashamed, Lord, for what I did, Lord God. I, I'm ashamed within myself, Lord, and I'm ashamed before you, Lord God. Father, I want to be changed. I ask that you clean me, Lord. I ask that you wash me, Lord. Forgive me of my sin, Lord God. And accept me as your child, Lord, as I accept Jesus in my heart. Father, I, I will give you the glory, Lord. I will give you the honor, Lord. I ask that you lead me, Lord, in a way that I'm supposed to go in your word, Lord, by your spirit, and, and, by, by, and I can worship you in truth, Lord God. Father, Lord, change me, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and I accept I am born again. Just want you to know that God is, is good today. Thank you.